opening crawl. A long time ago, three friends talked about recording a show, a podcast in which they could feel truly free to discuss tons of nerdy stuff passionately, like dragons, time travel, robots, and clones, mutants, time travel, board games, and thrones, aliens, wizards, time travel, zombies, zombies that time travel? You betcha, Dobby. Comic-Con, steampunk, parallel worlds, Mega Man, Hearthstone, but no sports or girls. So red pill or blue pill, now that you know, we'd like to welcome you to the Cast Springer Show. Introducing your hosts, Chris, P-51 Mustang singer, Pat, Supermarine Spitfire singer, and Randy, Hawker Hurricane Saffer. Springers. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cast Bringers. Chris, hey. Randy, we're here. We're back. It took us a little while, some technical difficulties, but we made it. Oh, technical those difficulties are. Well, it's fine. We don't need to get into it. You gotta level with the level with the listeners because we're gonna be ragging on Randy. It's a no judgment zone. But we're gonna be judging him a little bit this week. Maybe we have to like specify or define that it's no judgment in in reference to uh, to like the nerdy topics or whatever we're talking about. But there is judgment if it is related to not hitting record when you are trying to do an entire podcast. Yeah, Randy, why don't you lead us off with the story? So I take full responsibility for this one. Um, Last week, we recorded this podcast on everything that you're about to hear tonight, and it ended amazing. I think it may have been our best ending ever. We were laughing so hard, and I went to go hit stop recording, and I couldn't find the stop recording button because I never actually hit the recording button. So I felt bad, Chris. I haven't been able to apologize to you. You looked just shocked. Um, and I was laughing. I was laughing from the joke that was told. And I hope you didn't think I was laughing at the fact that I didn't record and was like a huge prank. Like it was more of an embarrassment laugh turned into. So I apologize again, guys, profusely. But yes, I'm going to be bullied on a nerd podcast. So that means I'm the nerdiest of the nerd tonight. Maybe. That means you actually win the podcast, though, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. So, yeah, I forgot to hit record. I'm sorry. So we're going to do it again. It was like a practice run. Practice. Randy, you know what? Water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. Podcast I... under the Apple store. The, you know what? It was the one time we all watched the movie within like two days of recording the podcast. And I thought that's way too quick turnaround for a podcast. Hey, hey no spoilers, man. Oh, We're, we got we to gotta get into this stuff. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, no. I'm already screwing it up Jeez. tonight. Jeez, Randy. All right, we're going to have to redo this again next week. <laughs> but, all right, let's 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 dive into it a little bit, though. Randy, uh, what were you nerding out on the past two weeks now? <laughs> uh piranesi it's a book i don't remember how much i described it in the last podcast but it's a great book it's original uh i would say get out of library it's suzanne collins she also wrote dr strange and mr norrell um but really original book definitely worth reading um it's going to take you about three months to get it on an ebook out of the library because that's how long it took me so maybe buy it and then you'll be able to read it tomorrow also 
playing Star Wars Fallen Jedi, and they just came out with the PS5 update for it, guys, for free if you already own the yes. game. So I just downloaded that. I haven't played it yet, but I can't wait to try to beat some of these bad guys. Now that the graphics are better, I'm sure I'll do much better with it. I also finally started Disco Elysium. Um, it is it is interesting. It is challenging. So, so Randy, how, how far are you in it? Okay, so I played again last night, and I just uh, got the notebook, essentially, and was able to decode the notebook. I don't know if that makes any sense with the headlights. So, Randy, uh, are you out of the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> uh yes i finally made it out of the bedroom oh you're farther than me listen it did take me a little bit of time to figure out what the controls were there was no did direction you get, did you get the pants on i did get the pants oh, are you farther than me <laughs> i'd say be careful about going for the tie on that fan though that's that's a tricky one <laughs> um i watched sweet tooth i'm loving that show uh, I got into the last Ronin in this past week on yes. Hoopla. That's high school band. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, he's a big hardcore fan. So just, just jamming. As you guys know, that's not what I'm talking about because that wouldn't be talked about on a nerd podcast. They're way, way too cool for this. Uh, I'm talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic uh, that came out. So number, th- I'm already through one, two, and three, and okay. they haven't released four and five yet. So just waiting. Nice. It's so good though. Yeah, I, I think I read the first issue. It was very good. That's the one with Raphael. Is that right? He's like the main, or is that a spoiler? We're not, we're not uh, going to spoil it. I'm not going to tell you which one, but it's the one that takes place after three of the turtles are dead, and that's not a spoiler. They start off the book like that. Um, and then I. I was so disappointed with Nintendo E3. Uh, I think all the websites got my hopes up, even though anybody who knew anything about Nintendo knew they weren't going to announce the Switch Pro, but they didn't announce it. So I don't know what's going on with it, but I can't wait to buy it. And they did have a trailer for Breath of the Wild 2, but it was a very short trailer and didn't really show much. Um, And maybe you guys will get into some of the stuff you saw on that also. So big two weeks for me, nerding out sweet chris how about you well i uh had last weekend had a ton of extra time strangely i don't really know why it's just the kids didn't have sports and we didn't really have anything going on so i got a lot of shows in on the weekend i watched a bunch of modoc which is hilarious uh there's the one episode four or five when he meets the other bad guys i legitimately was laughing out loud multiple times during that episode um and i think i'm on i got like two or three episodes left but i'm loving that show uh sweet tooth i'm on episode three or four of that i really like that um we've been watching lupin or sorry lupin on netflix which is it's a great show it's about the the french gentleman thief or based on this old stories of the French gentleman thief, Arsene Lupin. And it's just like a modern take on it, but it's a really good show. So I highly recommend that. I've been playing Thimbleweed Park, point and clicker on the phone. And I'm remembering how uh, intricate these point and click games can get, even though they are... um, like the graphics are not that great and they're you know 
pretty low key, but there's a lot of difficult puzzles. Uh, oh, I've got a new game on my phone, Disgaea RPG. So listen, guys, it's like a gotcha type, you know, battle type RPG, but this one's different. Okay, different than all the other games where you get a random character and a role and you get to buy gems and then you get login bonuses because this one um, has demons in it. So, so that's good. Okay, okay, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So I'm, I'm actually just realizing that I'm, I sucked in again. Yeah. It sounded like yeah. you got sucked in that moment just there and you, I, you yeah. lost focus started playing it right because they give you all this great stuff but then they don't tell you there's even better stuff so you have to like keep playing to get the better stuff but then by the time you get that stuff there's even better stuff and then you got to pay money to get that stuff no <laughs> not paying money for this one yet yeah is the yeah <laughs> yeah so about two hours ago actually more than that now four hours ago i finished the towers of midnight book 13 in the wheel of time Ooh. got one book left but I have to wait a week before I can get it on Audible because that's when the next credit comes. So nice. Oh, chomping at the bit for that. And then, guys, I've been experimenting with Shiba Inu. The more, more crypto? More crypto. Mm. Cryptos, I'm a cryptozoologist now. Is this like Dogecoin? Dogecoin? Doja? Yeah, but it's Doja. like the better, cheaper version. Would we call it better? I don't know if that's accurate. Could it be worse? Well, define better. I, I That's what I'm asking you. Yeah, well, I'm trying to buy some. And so that makes it better because you're trying well, to see, buy. it's super cheap. So if I only get, if I put in like 20 bucks, I'll get like 18 million coins. So I'll I mean, be okay. a millionaire. In, in Shiba Inu money. Yeah. Sure do it exactly <laughs> so perfect <laughs> yeah and then my other big big nerd out thing is uh i've been watching a star wars fan film on youtube called Bucketheads. it's awesome it's about um so you have the the battle of vendor when the second death star gets blown up and it's about all the stormtroopers that are on planet's surface when the Death Star explodes and how they have to escape the forest and escape the planet and what they do. And it's just like a different point of view and it's pretty dark and like bloody. Like they show the original movie came out two years ago, the original fan film, and they had like Ewoks eating <laughs> stormtroopers, which was pretty awesome. And then now they're having it be a series. So the first episode came out a couple weeks ago. It's just like a 12 minute short on YouTube. Um, it was really good. Especially Someone... for like a fan film. It's like definitely <laughs> high quality. So you're saying it is canon that Ewoks eat stormtroopers? Or it's not canon? Um, my head, yeah. Personal canon. Okay. I... I'm laughing because I wanted to be like, oh, someone was just telling me about this. <laughs> <laughs> it was you. It was me last <laughs> week. <laughs> I got my Randy. I didn't even mean to to bring it up like oh, that. Oh, I'm keeping a tally. That's number two. That's fine. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's bad. 
but that's awesome. I will. I am going to make a mental note of myself though to check out Bucketheads. That does sound really good. It's a super quick watch. Yeah, I want to watch. It's it only too. like fourteen minutes. Yeah, sweet. Chris, real quick, Thimbleweed Park. Where did you hear about that one from? Is that the Maniac Mansion one? Yeah, I heard that about you from okay. you when we were but talking about it. Was this the ten dollar one that was too yeah. too expensive for me? <laughs> yeah, okay. that you ended up spending twenty dollars on chicken wings instead. Should I get this one though? Is it's that good? Uh, I'm not. I'm only like two hours into it. Okay. But I don't. Yes, it's good, but it's good for me on my phone. So. Well, the the other one I downloaded, I'm not really into anymore. I gave up, so I wasted five dollars on that. So now, if I go into Thimbleweed Park, I'm out fifteen dollars. If that one stinks too, it's still less than the amount you spent on chicken wings. <laughs> that is true. It's all relative to chicken wings. Or right. you can take that $15 and buy Shiba tokens and you'll be a millionaire. Pat, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> Randy, well, Randy, I have been uh, doing a lot of Hearthstone, um, kind of all, all over the board with it. Been doing a little bit, little bit more of the standard Hearthstone, doing Battlegrounds. Um, I just finished their reward track. So I got up to level 100 on the on their uh, seasonal reward track, which is awesome. So I got all the cool, cool uh, cosmetic rewards. Uh, Did you and get then, a diamond card. Oh yeah. Oh, which yeah. one was it? Uh, there was a diamond. Uh, it's a new legendary, and I forget his name. It's a shaman legendary. And then also diamond Ragnaros and diamond uh, a diamond neutral legendary card. They're all sweet. They're really cool. Um, and then also been watching a lot of Hearthstone on Twitch. Um, there was Hearthstone Grandmasters a couple weeks ago, and that had just wrapped up the playoffs. It was really, really good. Uh, I believe uh, there was a match between Blizes and uh, Frenetic that was like one of the best Hearthstone matches I've ever seen. Uh, really slow, but really, really good. Like some very high level play. So if anyone's interested in that, you can check it out on YouTube. Um, but yeah, and then also just watching some of my favorite streamers, Tice, RDU, good stuff. Um, been playing some Biomutant still. Uh, the game is really, I'm falling out like the, the gameplay loop and it is starting to not hold my attention too much. Uh, one of the, one of the, I guess my gripes with the game is everything has like a really goofy name, like, like Wiggledy Blops. And, uh, it's just like, it makes it funny for a while, but then like, they'll be, they'll be trying to get into like this super serious dialogue about like the end of the world and they're like and so you have to go and stop the wiggledy wops from destroying you know i'm just like well this is weird <laughs> like this doesn't make any sense i don't know T takes me out of it a little bit um i started the foundation series i think i'm almost through the first book in it first chronological book because i know it's written like not in um in the story in reference to the story in chronological order um but almost the first one that it's pretty good so far it's kind of crazy i got a question on that pat what are you are you listening to are you reading that with your ears i should say i am in fact reading it with my ears where are you how are you reading it with your ears through what hoopla so are you doing the because i looked on hoopla and i didn't see anything i did see the um the radio drama version is that eh. what you're doing Mm -hmm. it's it's really old it's uh but it's good it's it's fun but that's not that's not someone reading the book though right Cor you know correct yes it is it is uh uh more of a performance like a okay. radio performance think of like uh um war of the worlds it's like kind of mm. similar to that war of the worlds of warcraft of the foundation 
Got it. Um, and then also I watched a, well, I watched maybe a third of the Black Hole documentary on Netflix. It's like, I think it came out a couple, like three weeks ago, maybe earlier in the month. Uh, and it was really, really good. But my problem is I always try to watch this stuff like at night when I'm laying in bed. And so I end up just falling asleep because it's like very relaxing, soothing uh, scientists talking nerd stuff. And I just get, get whisked away to sleep. Uh, I, was talking, but, I was talking to someone else about this that I totally want to watch that. And it's the same type of thing, though. I think I would fall asleep because I tried watching the Helvetica um, documentary again, which is so intriguing and interesting to me. But I've fallen asleep every time after 15 yeah. minutes. Like, yeah, those, those like the dry documentaries, right, are just really, they're really uh, dangerous to watch later at night. Exactly. Yeah, you're just like, you get soothed to sleep, man. I was, as somebody else was just talking about watching the Helvetica documentary. <laughs> was Do you know it? who it was, right? Man, you can't make those same jokes about yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, that, Randy, that, that would still be accurate because Chris has brought it up, I think, for the past three or four <laughs> podcasts. We've yes, we're going to do oh. an episode on fonts. I can't wait. Wing dings, baby. Whoop, That's whoop. not a font, Randy. <clears throat> and then, um, beg to differ. One of the newest shows I've been watching, this is, uh, I wouldn't necessarily quantify this as nerdy, but it's like nerd adjacent because it's dealing with fried foods. Um, but it's a, another food documentary on Netflix called Fresh Fried and Crispy. It's, uh, the host though is awesome. It's, it's uh, Dane Drops, who is, I don't know if anyone is familiar with the, uh, his like Five Guys review is what he's famous for. And it got like went viral and it turned into like a, a goofy song that someone auto-tuned. But um first of all check out his review on five guys it's hilarious and and also a super catchy song but now he he's hosting this uh netflix like food show and he just goes around different cities eating all their like awesome crazy fried foods and it's super interesting and then they use like the crazy like super high def slow motion camera for when like they always drop the food in the fryer so then it just looks like extra good while it's getting cooked up and stuff it's awesome I saw a trailer for that. It did look, I was wondering if it was good or not. So take your recommendation. The, yeah. And the, again, the host is like very, he's very charismatic, very likable. So. Um, can I jump back in? I forgot. I watched one thing I would love to talk about real quick. Awake yeah. on Netflix. Have you guys seen? It Ooh, pop up? I, I, yeah. I saw like the, I think I watched a preview of it. Yeah. Or, or, or the trailer or whatever. Yeah. Stop there. Cause uh, it wasn't good at all. <laughs> um <laughs> It's one of those movies where it has a lot of the people that you're like, oh, I know that guy from that thing. And that's probably the only entertaining part is trying to figure out where you know all these people from. Like it's got the guy from, or it's got the girl from Jane the Virgin. It's got the guy from Game of Thrones, L'Oreal Tyrell. It's got the guy from Saving Private Ryan. It's got Jennifer Jason Lee. It's got the mom from Titanic. Like just all these weird people that are kind of like actors still, I think. Um, but the story was just not uh, good. It had, I mean, the, the premise is nobody can go to sleep. That's, yeah. And I was like, okay, this could be cool. And they just, they stunk it. Stunk Did it you fall asleep watching it? <laughs> no, but I got really scared. I wasn't going to fall asleep that night. <laughs> it does start making you panic a little bit, whether you will be able to fall asleep again. It seems like that premise was better in uh, in the Freddy Krueger movie, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Much better in Freddy Krueger. So speaking of stopping there, Randy, I tried, I started watching Army of the Dead 
and I just couldn't get past. I don't know, made it maybe maybe forty five minutes. They didn't even get into the into Vegas yet. So right. yeah, they, it's a slow um, slow burn. That one was actually better than Awake somehow. Um, I read a lot about Army of the Dead after. Apparently, there's going to be like two prequels and one sequel. Like it's going to be a whole Snyderverse thing again. They, they probably I, should do that. I completely forgot because I was going to save this for the podcast we recorded after <laughs> this podcast. But because now it's the same podcast, <laughs> I had a mini celebration Saturday. I had um, what I would like to refer to as a King Arthur night. A King Arthur Knight of Knights. Does that what? So I watched the guy Richie King Arthur. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Really? And then I like I watched it. I couldn't fall asleep, so I put it on at like ten o'clock and was up till like it's about two hours. So it was up to a little after twelve, and then was up for another hour reading about it just <laughs> because it was like they left it open where they could easily have like a, you know a sequel. So it was originally supposed to be a six movie like world building that he was going to do but the movie did so terrible because it was released against guardians of the galaxy 2 that Mm -hmm. it they like pulled the plug on it and no one like guy Ritchie doesn't even talk about the movie anymore (laughs) but but i thought the movie was absolutely fantastic chris don't but don't lie the reason that you spent an hour reading about it after the movies that's what we all do we yeah, all cool. spend, yeah. oh yeah and it doesn't matter the movie immediately that- looked up when is the sequel coming out and then i found out it only made it made like less than 10 percent of its budget back mm. in in the theaters which is really bad yeah so, that's not great is that but the then, jamie fox one no it's uh guy Ritchie's director uh i can't remember the is it the one dude with Law, the guy dude laws the bad guy Randy, okay. you're thinking of Robin Hood with Taron Edgerton and Jamie Foxx. Oh, this is the one with the guy from Sons of Anarchy then, right? Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. He was really good in it. But I mean, it's like that smarmy, um, like English banter from the Black Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Snatch. But then set in King Arthur time, which is just a crazy. <laughs> so picture like, what was the um, the night movie with? Heath Ledger. First Black. night. Yeah, yeah. So picture first night. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, Randy. What were you gonna say? Black night. But that's with Martin Lawrence, isn't Correct. it? Yes, that is. So also, first, great movie. First, you cross first night with like Snatch, and then you have King Arthur. Okay. It was really good. I highly recommend it. Chris, Stream what's it on? Right now. What's it on? HBO Max is where I watched it. Nice. Okay. But then, because I was so hyped up after seeing that, I couldn't sleep. So I came downstairs. Oh, I watched the movie on my phone, obviously. But then I came downstairs and started watching on Tubi King Arthur in the Knights of Justice. Yes. Symbolically. Yeah, with the with the sick guitar licks in the beginning. Yes. The yes intro. So was so good. Our dude is such so like terribly amazing animation it's just that yeah it's it's those early 90s cartoons that are just mm-hmm. like make no sense but also are just great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean I, it's on tubi huh yeah it's I, free tubi's free 
All right. Got that locked up in the old noggin. Yeah. Uh, about real quick about HBO Max. Did you guys get an email about less than an hour ago from HBO Max that says this template is used by integration tests only? What? It's just me? Okay. Just Wait. checking. Hang on, Randy. Let me check my email. No, I did not get that crazy, insane email. Integration test email. So don't click the link or click the link. Uh, I would probably not click that. It link. didn't even send a link like this. These scammers are getting so lazy. They're not even giving me anything to get scammed by. <laughs> they're, they're testing to see if the scam email is going to work later. I don't know. All right. Awesome. Well, I think that wraps it up for what we were nerding out on. Let's move into the multi-strike. Randy, I just got it. Yes, it's not just me. Click the link. Click the Click link. The link. Click, click the, the link. link there's no link these scammers are getting so lazy <laughs> guys i gotta say that what we're nerding on segment was way better this week than last week i'm so glad somebody i can't remember if it was pat or chris didn't hit record last week multi-strike so my article this week <laughs> i this is a very niche article for those who live in our own city of rochester new york but i thought it was <laughs> Randy, it's okay. We only have eight listeners. They're all from Rochester. <laughs> all right. So if you're from Rochester, New York, look up News 10, NBC. I thought it was so funny. Sign of the Times, hacked road sign in Chile providing some comic relief. So first of all, that headline takes all the funniness out of the picture. But if you just saw the picture, it's one of those giant road signs with the light up words on it. And it says severe zombie threat. And I guess somebody hacked into these road signs and they talked about Martian invasions, zombie threats, and Bigfoot sightings. Um, and they're just running through these words at night. They only do it at night. So they don't even do it during the day. So they're like nice hackers, I guess. Um, <laughs> but I love it. I don't know, just kind of, you know, cheer cheer you up when somebody doesn't hit the record button type of thing. I mean, yeah, we might, might have to take like a midnight drive sometime this weekend just, just to, to check, check, out, it out. check out the sign. Man. Or do we dress up as zombies and cross the road back and forth? I don't know. I want to try like someone might run us down. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll jump in next. Uh, the article I picked, Chris, this one was for you. Mm -hmm. Um but it is about the art app. It's an art app called Sketch AR. And the what the big thing that the article is talking about is that like you can make things in the app, but then it'll allow you to turn it right into an NFT and put it on a marketplace to sell. So I know, and I know Chris, you were making some art and you were struggling with how to, thinking of how to convert it and monetize it. Mm. Boom, Sketch AR, baby. Okay, I'm in. Well, I shouldn't say it in yet. It's on. It's, this is now bumped to my next, not scheme, but my next venture. Venture. I like that word, venture. There we go. Once I'm through, once I get my millions in sheep, but in tokens. So, so here's the thing, Chris, that the artwork does have to be created directly in Sketch AR. They want you to use their app because that's also, they say, the only way that they can make sure it's authentic and that it's the credit is going to the person who made, created the artwork and whatnot. But there are like supposedly the only people who are doing something like this. Can I buy the app with Shiba tokens? Um, I don't know, but it does allow you to use, let me see, it allows you to use uh, Ethereum um, and other solutions like Flow, Immutable, or Binance Smart Chain. 
I don't know what any of those are. But I don't have any of those. Those are really expensive. Those cost like a dollar a token at least. It, so Pat, can you scroll up again? Yeah, right there. Or yeah, nope, down there. It looks like that the person who wrote this article also played Biomutant because it says that to work with these artists and designers, they want to open up marketplaces like OpenSea or Rarible. Rarible? Is that Rarible. one of the... I believe that's just Rarible, Randy. That's, oh. a, that's a well-known... It's like a thing. No, I loved the Biomutant reference. That was great. I feel like Biomutant, I was thinking this, like Harry Potter, they, they kind of they kind of you know rode the line on between goofy and good names right so mm-hmm. whoever did biomune probably a huge harry potter fan was like we'll just make up these goofy names like harry potter but the problem is biomutants a little more serious right and so yeah, they, well, they just like they don't know what they want to be so it's yeah they like walk this they flip-flop from being like goofy and silly to yeah like very serious and that can totally like down like take down a sci-fi story easily if the names yep. are stupid Sorry for that. Go ahead, continue. No, I mean that was pretty much it. Chris, it's it's your path to NFT fortunes. Man, he loves it. Sweet. What's the name of that app? Uh, Sketch AR. Do they have a uh, a remote control for your TV included with that? <laughs> you know, I. You know what you could do? Just make a remote control picture and turn it into an NFT, and then you'll always have it. <laughs> Uh, so my article <laughs> doesn't really hold up anymore. Really didn't think this through. Nope. I guess we could change it to see, are we excited? No. So this was, the article is the games we were, we were most excited to get previews of at E3. Well, which, now we know what games they talked about. So let's talk, <laughs> now let's we know what the preview, so which preview <laughs> Were you most excited about it? Time, time out. I, I already apologized many times, but also you had a full week, like I did, to put in a new article. And I think you purposely <laughs> left this one in here to make me feel even worse. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Left it in there to make you feel worse. So the so Starfield, this is the uh, space MMORPG by, was it Bethesda? It, yeah, I, it, it's not an MMO. It's yeah, just, no, just, just RPG. A, yeah, just a standard Bethesda RPG. Open world RPG. Yeah, yeah. Think Elder Scrolls, but in space. Oh, it's not MMO. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm less excited about it. I always thought it was MMO. I, I I said this before, and I'm gonna say it again. I'm super excited, but also like super bummed because this game originally was gonna come out on PS5, and then stupid Microsoft bought Bethesda, and now it's gonna be an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, people are and pissed so, about this. I saw. Yeah, so I either have to buy a new uh, new laptop or an Xbox. Or both. Or both. But, I mean, the game, it's probably going to be awesome. Super jealous. Next game on the list was Metroid Prime 4, which turns out they didn't have a lot of information at E3 because they were talking about a different Metroid game. Yes. Metroid Dead or something. Yeah. No, it wasn't dead though. It was, it was dead, uh, the first dread, person dread. shooting Metroid. Metroid right? Dread, yes. Dread. Dread, not dead. That's what I said. Um, dread. Yeah, and it's just like it's like in the class in the vein of like classic like SNES Metroids, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, that'd be, I'm like, I'm kind of it's like interested a two, in that. 2D Metroid, I think, right? Yeah. 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 Again, I never really played a lot of the Metroids when they were on like SNES and stuff. So I'd be, I'd be into that. Just it was always a huge game that people seem to love, but like it was, right. it was, they're too hard for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not that good at platforming. Still never beaten Super Mario Brothers. So next game was Beyond Good and Evil 2. I didn't hear anything more about this really. I think they did, they did do a preview, I think, or something, but I don't know if they. It's like an extended trailer. Yeah. Uh, we also have Final Fantasy 16. But they which did. this was what I was most excited about before, just mm-hmm. from this picture. The guy's holding the cool sword and his arms got like flames coming out of it and some cool battle armor. And there's a giant dragon in the background. I'm I'm in for this. But they, they didn't really talk about this game, no, right? They no. did. Instead, they did uh, uh, the, the title was insane. I'm never going to remember it. But basically, it's like the Dark Souls version of the very yes. original Final Fantasy game. Which you can download the, uh, the demo sample for now. Yeah. yeah. Final Shin, Fantasy Origin. Mega Man Tensei 5. Tensei 5. No, no, not that one. That was that is a, a a pretty bigger game, though, that people are pretty pumped about. But uh, it's called like Final Fantasy brave I, I, i'm never like i said i'm not gonna remember the name mm. off the top of my head but it looked cool and i'm definitely gonna download that demo but you gotta get it fit it's only up for until like the beginning of for like two weeks but yeah actually i think it's it. only up till like monday i'm not sure though uh next was gotham knights new batman game did they talk Didn't... about it I didn't, hear, I didn't really hear that. anything about the big one they did talk about superhero wise though is the new guardians of the galaxy game yeah. coming out yes. from square enix and crystal dynamics where you play star lord and play through a Gal- guardians of the galaxy adventure did you read about there was a mechanic that they said called like the huddle mechanic <clears throat> which is like you, <clears throat> you like star like when you activate it star lord gets all the rest of the team into a uh into like a football huddle and he's and like it's a mini game where you have to recite lyrics from like his like 80s songs to put together like a, a motivational speech but depending on what you pick like it can either like positively affect the group or or if you like screw it up it just affects you and the other group just thinks you're just like an idiot that's, that and sounds fun right that it sounds, sounds very awesome. guardians of the galaxy thing yeah. like it, cool. that game though it strikes me as being released at kind of an odd time yeah. Yeah, because Guardians are kind of in a lull right now because they're not the other. There's a bunch of other Marvel properties that are coming out, but they're in the new Thor movie, so maybe they're gonna that's gonna give it a boost, or they're trying to coincide with that. But that just that strike it just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, I think James Gunn even said that because he's gonna be filming Guardians three, and he's like, he won't have enough time to play the video game, and he was Mm -hmm. like, it was a funny tweet, (laughs) but he was mad about it. Yeah, um, but Gotham Knights, I didn't really hear anything more about that. Yeah, me neither. No. And then no. Halo Infinite was a big one that got a lot of press that people are, you know, super excited for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never really been a Halo player, but I know people love Halo. And the last one on this list is Elden Ring, which looks awesome. And I think that is, in my mind, that was probably the biggest game announcement at E3 this year. Yeah, especially because that that 
people who have been following this game have been just like starved for information. Oh yeah, there's just so little information now. They now it seems like they released a ton of it, so I think people are really yeah. I think they gave it a release date of yeah. I think next year, right? Yeah, twenty twenty two. They gave it a quarter in twenty twenty two, so it you know the end is in sight for it. Was that the one that you you showed us a Reddit thread on? Was that <laughs> yes, Ring? where the, the fans are making up their own stories? Yeah, that's that, and they're really good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, sounds good. I know. Yeah, the the game coverage was pretty good. Again, it was for me overall. I would say it just was disappointing because well, there wasn't any PlayStation games there, so unless like companies themselves brought their PlayStation games. So like Square talked about Final Fantasy and Ubisoft talked about some of their stuff. If there was no Sony booth, right? And uh, and it just I mean Microsoft man, they're they're catching up. The PlayStation used to be kind of where it was at for exclusive games. I still think they probably are for like the PlayStation exclusive, but with all the purchases Sony made or up. Uh, sorry microsoft made in some of the game studios specifically bethesda like there's some really good microsoft games coming out just for xbox it got me a little jealous all Maybe right you might need to be a three console house randy i don't know i don't know if if any of my uh, my family can handle that including myself <laughs> you're already a two console house I, yeah two and two console i haven't touched uh i haven't touched the switch in quite a while so uh, you know, three consoles, uh, that's pushing it. <laughs> All right, let's go into the killing blow. Oh, he's he's really dead. Uh, this week's killing blow was brought to us from super fan Sammy. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nikki. But Sammy takes the cake. I got to give a shout out to, to both Nikki and Sammy. Nikki emailed me saying, I just want to beat my dad and get an article on the killing blow. And then Sammy immediately blew up his spot and sent an article about uh, farts. So that, of course, <laughs> made the podcast. Nikki, give, give it another shot, man. Maybe, maybe next week. Um, but so the article is about uh, a supplement that can reduce the methane in cows and also, you know, make some more money for the farmers. Um, just, just trying to stop those cow burps and cow farts. Uh, basically, they just changed the formulation in uh, the, the feed that they use, uh, making a supplement that's based on garlic and citrus extracts. Um, and they mix it with regular cattle feed, and it reduces the methane emissions. Um, and by the equivalent of around one ton of carbon dioxide per cow per year. That's good. There's some yeah. burps, not the farts that release <laughs> methane. Heard, heard taught me that but is it <laughs> true because i still feel like farts methods. not for cows shout out to super fan jano tool <laughs> see cows have four stomachs and oh, that, the... i'm just saying okay i think my <laughs> my my favorite part about this this article is really just the name of this of the company that's making the supplement They're yes called... i thought so <laughs> mutral I thought that was the farmer's name the first time I read this. I'm like, oh, Mutral, of course he's a dairy farmer. Then I saw it was the name of the company. I'm like, oh, that's less exciting. Still pretty good, though. Still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been better if his name was Farmer Mutral. (laughs) (laughs) Farmer John Mutral. (laughs) But But yeah, they, they would need, because it's like 
in my mind, this is like some sort of like a laxative type feed. It's, it would be like it's mood be, tracks yeah. or something. It'd be pooping everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> hey, then it's more fertilizer, right? You just exactly. fertilize your farm and everyone everyone benefits, especially neutral. Sweet. Pat's going to move. You know what? We're you guys. You guys, did you practice this? Because you're doing a great job pretending that none of these jokes were told last week. <laughs> Randy, if any of our listeners have listened to more than one episode, they will understand that repeating our jokes to ourselves is one of our favorite things to do. No, I don't know. Is that true? Who do we have a caller this week? I don't know, but hey, hey, you know what we could do? Mm, I'll ask my nerdy friend. <laughs> <laughs> Next segment. Boom. That transition was smooth. Segue. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. So I have a nerdy friend. I got asked a bunch the last two weeks about what's the what's the deal with Loki? Hey Chris, you're a nerd. What's the deal with Loki? So wait, this past week people were still asking you after the week before well, they I don't asked know, you Randy, because this was originally recorded a week ago. Okay, just check. Nobody obviously updated the show notes. So what's so, the yeah, deal they, with Loki? It, so they were. Yeah. Okay. What's the deal with Loki, Chris? Because I don't know either. Thor's brother. Anything else? It's got a new show on Disney. It's How's the show? Hmm? It's called How's Loki. the show? It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I only well, we, none of us have been ner- none of us have been nerding out on it. No one put it. I actually nerded out on Loki. Loki. I was saving that. I did too. I forgot that I did. I like to wait. I like to wait till there's a couple episodes in, and then. Watch it. Have everything be spoiled on the internet. <laughs> yeah. It comes out on Wednesday. You have to watch it Wednesday night now because I got to work in just open Yahoo. And the first three articles were all Loki. Stuff. I have I have somehow <laughs> dodged articles. It's not even twenty four hours. I've, I've somehow dodged the spoilers for it. I haven't gotten spoiled in, in either of the first two episodes. Like, there's nothing major, but it's like I had to um like. You know, you click the articles on the websites about see less of them because certain sites will just post everything that happened right in the headline. I'm like, come on, it's, give it at least a weekend. Chris, I like that the first site you open when you get to work is Yahoo. Uh, hey, 1998 called. They want its Netscape back. Hey, listen, the Singer Brothers work in tandem because I also <laughs> use Yahoo for my news feed. And I, what other know it's better so news feed? All right, guys, I got to admit, I do the same thing. <laughs> it's got a great front page for news. Google it News. Does. I don't like Google News. You're right. I don't either. And what other Bing? Oh, yep. Randy is a Bing man. No, no, I do go to Yahoo. You just got to be careful because sometimes the news are just ads, but I click because it, it looks like news when they put it yeah. into the main page and I click on it. I'm like, great. And sometimes so you see it. that they're just ads. But they're still really intriguing because I want to know what the 10 best ways to travel around through Spain are. <laughs> yes, that, I've definitely done that. Well, I'm at work and it's my work computer. So if I do get a virus, it's just at work. work. Whatever. It, or the work computer is really safe. So we'll block it if it's anything bad. <laughs> I, I, what does the kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom yes. look like now? I want to know. <laughs> I have to know. And then I click on it. It takes me 30 more clicks to get to that. 
<laughs> you have to go through a slideshow of like every shot in the movie to see oh. what he looks like now. These are great historical photos that happened right before disaster struck. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm looking at all of these and not working. <laughs> so, so to sum it up, we figured out that the deal with Loki is he's Thor's brother. He has a show on Disney Plus, and that's about it. I like the yeah, show. There's so a lot far. of spoilers on it. <laughs> Thank you. And, and yeah, and be careful of articles that you read on Yahoo because they may be ads and or they may have spoilers for the show that you're watching. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Glad we settled that. Now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Did the cast watch Mentos. Oh, Dunkirk. What? Wait, why are we why are we singing the Led Zeppelin? I don't know. We were talking about Thor earlier, <laughs> and the song just got in my head. <laughs> that actually was it was a pretty good like. Oh, yeah. do that a lot. <laughs> Wait a second. That when you used YouTube for that soundbite, Pat, there's a trailer out for Venom Two right now. I had no idea. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Current, let there be what? carnage. Uh, yeah, I heard the name of the movie. I thought the first one was garbage. I'm sorry, guys. But... Oh, really? It was, it was fine. Oh, all right. That'll fine. be another pod. I got a lot of yeah. somewhere. All right. But so we all watched. Well, I shouldn't say we all did because did we all watch it? I don't know. I know I watched Dunkirk. It was. Yeah, Pat, you like... ruined the segment because now you finally watched the movie. You got to give it <laughs> at least three weeks so we can make fun of each other and make jokes about it. Fine, do you want me to go back to Memento? Because I still haven't watched that. Yeah, I completely forgot that movie. I remember about as much as I did when I watched it 20 years well, ago. Well, Randy, it doesn't seem like that was the only movie you forgot. I, I, okay, ask me, did I watch? Go ahead. Randy, did you watch Dunkirk? Wait, 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 well, first, 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 Chris, did you watch Dunkirk? Yeah, I watched it like that night because I couldn't sleep. Perfect. It was really good. I watched it on my phone. I had my headphones in too. It was awesome. Nice. Really good airplane sound. <laughs> and those little, you know, Apple, not the AirPods, but like the wired ones. But was it the Lightning Jack wired ones? Those are a little nicer. No, it was. Ooh. <laughs> no pair. But Ugh. I had the Lightning Jack converter top. Ugh. Wait, did you need like the thing you plug into your tape deck in the car to make it into a radio signal <laughs> so you could pick it up with the headphones? About an hour and a half into the movie. Well, the movie's what? It's not quite two hours. Yeah. Like 20 minutes left. I had to unplug my phone, charge it for 15 minutes. <laughs> so I could plug my headphones back in and then finish the movie because oh, it had like 2% left. And Randy, did you watch Dunkirk? Twice. Uh, what? I didn't. So, yeah, you guys already know the story, but I'll tell it again for the listeners. Um, so Pat and Chris asked, hey, or I think they said, let's watch Dunkirk. I said, okay, I haven't seen it yet, so I got to watch it. And I only had 24 hours to watch it before we were supposed to record a podcast. So I borrowed well i was able to watch on hbo max due to somebody letting me borrow their password so i start watching it and the opening scene is a guy running through the streets of uh i forgot it's where france of, of maybe of dunkirk of, 
Oh, let me fact check that one. I'll get back to you on that. Uh, <laughs> it would make, I guess that'd make the most sense. <laughs> so, Randy is losing it. Guys, I'm losing it so bad. So then, so I'm watching the beginning of it and I'm like, I think I've seen this before. Uh, and then I watch more. I'm like, okay, I've definitely seen the beginning of this before. Um, but I'm like, I must not have seen the whole thing. And then I watch more and more and more. I'm like, wait, is this the one with the boat, you know, on the sand and they hid in the boat? And yeah, was this the one where the boat sank and the water flow? Yep. Was this the one where um, Tom Hardy's in a plane? You can't understand anything. He's- yep. So well, that's Batman. That is Batman also. So I think what happened was I, I, watched the entire movie the first time around without subtitles. So I didn't really get everything that was going on and didn't, I know there's not a lot of dialogue in it anyways. Uh, and so then I watched it again and it was great. It was awesome. So I'm glad I watched it twice. I got it confused with 1914. 1914 or 17. Uh, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, sweet. We all watched Dunkirk. That brings us to this week's meat and potatoes. All right, so this week's meat and potatoes is obviously Dunkirk. We're talking the movie. Guys, we all watched it. What do y'all think? Chris? I thought it was an awesome movie. I really liked it. Um it it was different from Christopher Nolan, like his wasn't as much of a mind play as some of his other movies, but he still uh has to put in some like timey wimey shenanigans in there so there was a couple things that were going on that didn't quite make sense to me but then once you kind of you have to like interplay the the plot lines and line them up in your head to see when certain things happened and once you got that I thought it was really good um but overall and it's just like a great a great film Randy what did you think yeah, I agree. It was really, really good. Um, I'm usually not a big war movie guy. Um, it just it depresses me. Like I, I think I know I die within the first ten seconds of any war. Uh, so usually I don't like them, but this one was so good. It was edge your seat. It made you think, especially like you said, Chris, with the where they go through one day, one week, and one year of each of the guys no one nope nope it's a it's a week a day and an hour and an hour and they just they kind of gently put it on the screen how long each one is you don't really catch it right away um but it is a cool way to do it and you kind of catch when the scenes overlap with each other uh so it makes you think and it's got some really cool parts and it's based on a true story yeah uh similar similarly with me i you know i think um i had like read very very briefly about the evacuation of dunkirk before but never really knew a ton about it and and again i don't know if it you know i don't know how much this movie really like gets into the like this movie i feel like is focused much more on like personal stories um versus say like an overarching thing about about like you know the evacuation of dunkirk but it was really cool just to see you know again to see those personal stories um Nolan doing his time thing messing with the you know messing with the time of the story 
it was interesting and it does make you think i don't know though if this movie really needed that like does it there, i don't know does it make that this movie better no i don't think it, there were a couple ways that he did it that really worked like i think when they had you had the two pilots who were um you know flying and then he would stick with one pilot and follow that pilot until he went down instead of cutting back and forth between the pilots and then he cut to tom hardy and just did all of tom hardy's scene and you got to see like when tom hardy saw the guy get shot down um i think that part worked but when he's flipping back and forth by like a couple days I lost track of that because part of it, part of it too, is because everyone is in an army uniform. Everyone had like, you know, just Tight. army hair, dark, dark yeah. hair, and nobody talked. That the it was really it was hard to keep a lot of the characters um, separate. Like I, I don't know who Harry Styles is in it. I know he's in the movie, but I don't know which character he is. Is he the main guy you're following or? one of the three i know the guy who from peaky blinders is in it he's the only one i could legitimately recognize every time but he's got a pretty you know um how do i want to say this nicely the guy's easy to pick out in a crowd (laughs) what do you mean chris i mean he's got very defined features high cheekbones yeah his high cheekbones and his eyes very has got the kind of eyes that just like peer into your soul. What? So how? So I'm trying to think because I agree it definitely made it more confusing. Uh, but how would he do it if he wanted to tell those three stories in the one movie? Like, would he have been? Maybe he did better with like time stamps and date stamps, like on the scenes when he jumped back and forth type of thing. Just put it in normal chronological order. Yeah, but I think then it would be boring because you'd just be watching these regular old boats sail across the english channel for an hour i don't want to see that well you'd what do you stick with that first group for a long time right and then you would mm-hmm. yeah i don't know yeah, there's got to be a better way to do it though i, I don't but think i so, see I like, like the way he did it it was he made it build build intensity and tension because mm-hmm. you were before you realize that he was shifting back and forth like oh man all of this is going on and well they're trying to get off the beach that's crazy but at, then see, i realized I, it happened over a week and not just while those little boats were coming i felt like some of the opposite because sometimes you had more information like from other scenes that it, like if you were able to figure out when stuff was happening you kind of knew like how it would play out like i like when they're you know when like i think it's towards the end of the movie and they're all kind of ducking on the beach and like the the one plane's about to like buzz him, like you kind of already knew that Tom Hardy had like got got gotten his plane. Also, spoiler alert for all the listeners out there who may have not seen Dunkirk. Um, we probably should have said this earlier, but it's kind of just a given that we're going a little bit in depth into the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, we're going to be talking about stuff that could spoil it. So you know, either pause and go watch the movie real quick, or skip ahead like ten minutes and then you can finish up the podcast. <laughs> But uh, like you are classic, even... classic mid conversation spoiler <laughs> alert. That's right. Love it. But uh, yeah, so like you already knew that Tom Hardy was like gonna was like kind of over around there and like was gonna be able to like shoot the plane down and save him and stuff. So they're like they're sometimes I felt like it just it actually eliminated the tension because I'm just like, well, you know how this is gonna play out because he's like 
kind of the way he structured the movie, it's kind of already building to some of this stuff. But see, I thought it, he probably like let's say the main character from the beginning, you know, the kid. Um, if he was moving forward in time, but Tom Hardy was moving backwards in time, and then he, at the end of the movie they kind of met up with each other, and and gave each other like a handshake. Head. Yeah. And then set Robin Pattinson on his way. That would have made more sense to me. I think. What if they, what if they were like, so you had the the guys on the boats going on their adventure, but then you pictured that the guys on the boats were thinking about what it would be like to fly on their adventure, and then you had the guys who were flying <laughs> thinking about what would it be like to be stuck on the beach, and you just got like different perspective, almost like it's pyramiding up to to different types of and so like each level the time went slower like yeah. by, by like 10 like a yeah. multitude of 10 yeah okay that could work all mm-hmm. all all interesting and do you think christopher nolan has like a deal with the devil where it's just like he like just said like hey i'll let you make like really good movies that are going to do well and be critically acclaimed but you can never tell a story in like a normal chronological order you have to just mess mess with everybody in the way the way you present it in the way that the time flows in the I movie i don't think christopher nolan had to make a deal with himself no. if you know what i mean shots fired i don't, I, know, I don't know what you mean what do you mean he he, he does it to mess with us people <laughs> <laughs> well said. Wait, so are you are you implying that Christopher Nolan is the devil? I'm not implying anything. You come to that conclusion, that's on you. Fair enough. I I it's funny because I really thought this was gonna be a straightforward movie like Dunkirk. I was like, okay, war movie, Christopher Nolan doing something different. So going into it, that's what I thought. I think well, where do you guys think this ranks in war movies that you've seen? So actually may i take this randy yes uh so i really liked it i thought it was a very good war movie i have a list of the 25 uh best world war ii movies ever made oh okay Okay. read the list you guys tell say if first if you've seen this movie second is dunkirk better equal or worse there's going to be a good chunk of these movies. I feel yeah, a lot of them i've I've only seen like three or four on the list uh the great escape I have a lot of older that. movies. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's about equal. Mm-hmm. I would do. The only great escape I saw was when David Blaine got out of the block of ice. And that was okay. Awesome. Oh, okay. Moving on. Have you ever seen Come and See? It's a Belarusian anti-war film. I don't think we've ever seen that. No. Nope. The Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, no. I actually didn't see that. Didn't Never see that saw. Uh, Dunkirk is on this list. I'd say it's about equal. <laughs> I think it was better. What? Uh, this one I want to see Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. Never yeah. saw. Stalingrad. Which one is is that the sniper one? No, that's no, enemy. At the that's Gates. enemy at the gates. That is also one of my top five favorite movies. Is that is that on this list? No. I was gonna say I don't think that movie is actually that good, but I like it. I like, I like it. it too. Uh, Defiance. Never saw. Ooh, I own. Ooh, I, <laughs> I own Defiance. I've you, never you seen. Don't see a lot of World War II movies. Black Book. So you guess no one has seen that. Son no. of Saul. We haven't seen no. that. No. Empire of the Sun, with oh, Christian no. Bale as a kid. I think I did see that. 
I don't remember it, so it doesn't count. I'm, I'm skipping a whole bunch of them here because we haven't seen them. Thin Red Line, you ever see that? Yes. Long time ago, yeah. I thought that was a Vietnam movie. Don't remember it. Um, yeah, I can't. I I also don't remember. I watched it in like middle school. Like, I think we watched it for like a, <clears throat> a social studies class or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Life is Beautiful. Saw it. That was an amazing movie. I don't know if that's. I don't know if you can really compare these two. I didn't really like. They're very it that different much. movies. Uh yeah, they are extremely different. Mm-hmm. I really like Life Is Beautiful. I would say they're equal. Okay. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Mm. Oh yeah, that was good. I would say this. I I like this more. Me too. Again, though, I, I wouldn't necessarily say compare. To- yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily say this is a better movie, per se, but I like this movie more. I would say this is a better movie, and I liked it more. Dunkirk was better, and I liked it more. Uh, Casablanca. Never saw. I've actually, yeah, I've never seen Casablanca. I've seen it. I like Dunkirk better than Casablanca. Casablanca is just, it's a great movie, but it's just, it's, you know, it was made in the, what, 50s? I uh-huh. And it just doesn't really hold up to modern film as much as well. This is still a great story. Um, probably the ultimate World War II movie, Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Yeah. What would you be saying? Dunkirk. Uh, I, I'd say it's actually kind of close, but I don't think Dunkirk quite quite gets up to Saving Private Ryan. Nothing yeah, I think Saving Private Ryan. Ryan's realism still holds up. Yeah. yeah. Versus Dunkirk, you know, there's a lot of still some uh cinematographic leeway given to it well and i think too like so so it goes back to like the personal story thing like saving private ryan while it's a per while it's like the personal story like it still manages to kind of get the scope of of just like all the battles and 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 just like that you know like that in that section of the war Whereas th- this movie is like, there's such personal stories. I feel like you ne- you don't necessarily get that whole scope of like what the evacuation was like for, mm-hmm. you know, like large, a large quantity of guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Sam Private Ryan is number one for me, but this did a good job for what it was trying to do. I think it did mm-hmm. an yeah. amazing job. Uh, also to note, when I was looking up lists, I looked up the best World War II movies according to Metacritic. Guess what number one was? Captain America. Yes, that first Avenger. No, mm-hmm. Dunkirk with a 94. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Followed by Schindler's List. Oh, Ty, also 94. I Saving was Private say, Ryan was only a 91. I was hmm. going to say Schindler's List, but it's hard to, it doesn't feel right to say Schindler's List. Yeah, I, Schindler's List was on that list, but I didn't say it because it's, again, Schindler's List I, is much more comparable to like Life is Beautiful yeah because it's focusing more on the holocaust aspect of it and not the necessarily the war aspect so they're hard to compare yeah it's not talking about really the battles but it's talking Mm -hmm. more about right like just the i think this one i think is world war ii was such a huge massively complex thing that like it's been over a century and we're still getting films out of it of you know how they found this evac or not they found they were able to make a movie of just the evacuation of dunkirk the, which is a great movie 
like have you guys ever seen band of brothers mm-hmm. so that's one of the best but then they also made the pacific like a totally mm-hmm. different movie same war it's pretty wild but yeah both great series yeah i would but overall i think dunkirk i would recommend to anybody i think it was like really really good <clears throat> it's like one of those that has that realism to it where it makes you really like feel like you are there type of thing like it's one of those movies like especially when they're in the boat they're hiding in the boat and the other they're doing target practice through the side and you're you're going through in your own head what would i do in this situation like it's one of those where it makes you really think about if you were there what would happen and randy we know the answer for you you always say you just die i'd die be done i wouldn't have made it to the boat no shot i would have been the guy one of the guys in the very beginning that just gets, walking through the city that gets i would shot have been one of those extras that just gets shot in the back starting to like light up a cigarette and then just boom. <laughs> the yeah. thing that it, that got me the thing that i wish i had some closure on is the, the did the guy ever get to go to the bathroom we opened with him just trying to find a spot to go to the <laughs> Didn't he, he tries like three times throughout yeah. the film dunkirk too it was number two. <laughs> All right. So then finally, too, I think, right? Like we got to rank it in the like Nolan pantheon of movies. So, you know, with based on Nolan's other movies, like where would you rank Dunkirk? Where would you put it? So again, kind of the, the main ones, I pulled up the list. We got Tenant, Dunkirk, Interstellar, uh, Inception. I'm skipping some of the ones where you just have like screenplay credits for Memento. Um, Pat, would you put it better or worse than Memento? Better. Easy. <laughs> um, uh, we, we, we also, we will leave out the Batman movies just because they're kind of like their own thing. Um, and the, so the Prestige, I always forget who did the Prestige too. Um, Never seen the Prestige. What? Christ. Christ. That's, that's the next one. Oh my the God. The Prestige. You better hope I'm not recording. We don't want our fans to hear that. <laughs> Steve. That is a that is a nerdy movie right there. Yeah, I, I very much like that movie a lot. Um, uh, where does it fall? I put it. It's definitely in the top half. I mm-hmm. think I put it number two or three, top three for me. Memento, Tenet, not Memento, Tenet, Inception, and Dunkirk. Man, that's a tough yeah. question. I might even have Tenet, Dunkirk, then Inception. I would put it at Inception, Tenet, Prestige, and then Dunkirk. I think I would do The Dark Knight, Batman <laughs> Begins, The Dark Knight Rises, and Wait. then Dunkirk. Okay. So, so all the Batman movies and then Dunkirk as your favorite? Yeah, if I'm only looking at those four movies, that's probably the order that I would do. Perfect. So last then. Out of those four, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> would you like it better or worse than Memento? Better. I I think it was definitely better than Memento. I think for me, for Christopher Nolan, I would do, I think, Inception. If we're not counting the Batman movies, Inception probably because that movie really messed with me uh and it was it's got it's got a good replay value with the uh special effects 
I love the prestige. I'd say it might land like three-ish maybe. I think the way the movie's made though is like, yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat that movie. He did an amazing job with it. Yeah. But it, so it does sound like we're kind of all in agreement, like three, between that three and five range of like out, out of all of Nolan's movies, like <laughs> kind of like middle of the road. It's, um, it's funny, at least Pat. in the top half, top half. Yes, definitely. It's funny trying to compare it because it's so different. Like if you're like, where does it rank in Steven Spielberg movies? Well, he's made a lot of movies like it. So I can, I feel like I can compare it more like Nolan. You have a different expectation to like, I love Nolan because he makes you think a lot after his movies. So like it's easy to compare Tenet to Inception. Yes. But it's harder to compare Dunkirk to Inception. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Nice. All right. Well, we can move on to our next segment. We're getting towards the end here, so we're going to go to the D&D character of the week. This week's D&D character is Sokosh. Sokosh is a 21-year-old non-binary or unknown Yuan-Ti pureblood bard with a College of Eloquence specialization and a criminal background. What's a Yuan-Ti? Uh, they're like snake people. So, Here's here's a little background on Sokosh. Snakes. I believe in charities. So to speak. I steal from the wealthy to give to those in need. And some of my ill-gotten gains go to support my family. I have seen an evil entity corrupt those in society. And I work to oppose it. I am also the writer of A Hoop, Two Pigeons, and a Hellhound. Just a subtle little parody of an incompetent noble. I am persuasive, forceful, and a born leader. But I can be oblivious and absent-minded. I may have difficulty controlling the volume of my voice. And I specific phobia of which I do not want to share at this time. Is he scared of snakes? Yeah, that's the that's the rub. He's actually just scared of snakes. But yeah, that's Sokosh. So, if anyone's gearing up for a new campaign or just doing a one-shot, I play a bard. Don't know if I'd want to play Sokosh. Why? He's awesome. He's clearly a, a very lawful good, stealing from the rich, giving oh, to the poor. Criminal background. Yeah, but he was. Isn't, that's definitely not lawful. No, he was Doesn't a mis- sound good. misjudged criminal. He's he's Robin Hood, baby. He's a criminal. He's he's good, lawful good. Just because you steal bread to feed your family, you're still stealing bread to feed my family. You're stealing. Nope, I'm not. It just because he writes a book. Uh, yeah, he wrote A Hoop, Two Pigeons, and a Hellhound. Hilarity ensues. Well, it's a subtle parody, so I don't know how funny it is. You'd have to well, I, it's, I, I think it's probably more just like Nolan esque. You really got to think <laughs> about it, but once you do, it's very funny, you know? Is this like. Uh, you know, like... I wouldn't want to play this character because I would get annoyed with having the to do the difficulty of controlling the volume of my voice. I wouldn't <laughs> want this guy in my party. 
because <laughs> I just want to punch that person. But the best part would be just like making up the, these weird books and plays that he's written and just like, yeah. that would be so fun. Is this is this like a fantastic beasts and where to find them situation where they're you're there's an actual movie about a hoop, two pigeons, and a hellhound? I, I hope we so. Can watch it. I hope so. Uh, but yeah, there it is. I mean, uh, guys, any thoughts on Sokosh other no, than wouldn't other want to play him? Said? Wouldn't want him in my party. Can't trust. Can't trust Yuan T. That's it's not right, Chris. He's good. He's awful good. I, I don't want snakes. I wouldn't want a snake person. In, I wouldn't, wouldn't do it. I'd, if he was dragonborn, I'd consider it. Very, very prejudicial of you. Oh, my God. It, this is one of my favorite descriptions, though. It's just, I have a pretty <laughs> specific phobia, but I don't want to share it at this time. Yeah, why, why would you want to talk about what you're super afraid of? Well, why would you even bring it up then? Why not? The only way that would work is if he is scared of snakes and he can't look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, scared of himself. Are uh, we all scared of ourselves? We're getting deep now. Guys, good oh, good yeah. news, though. I have confirmed that you are both invited to a D&D one-shot. and I have, <gasps> a, I have a DM for us. We just got to pick a date, and it's going to be a one-night-only showing. God. Also, uh, did you guys see that Jack Black is going to play D and D with somebody? Else? They're going to do like a live stream of this and no but charity. Be... Hey, save it for next week's pod, oh, or sorry. maybe two weeks from now, depending on how the recording goes. <laughs> I thought we were done with those. Sing! Or God. Andy, we're never done. Or as Soko <laughs> would say, sing, sing, sing. All right, guys. So before we really wrap it up, uh, any recommendations we got randy what do you got for us uh to play this week <laughs> disco elysium right did you did you put that in there man you must not have. <laughs> I, did, I must have done the play i will also say play disco elysium great game we're all getting into it make your character make it wacky talk to your uh talk to your necktie Who's, who? <laughs> i'm shaking my head <laughs> got the watch I, I did the watch sweet tooth <laughs> that's it it's a great show never i've never read piranesi you legitimately talked about it at the beginning of the show i don't even know if i'm saying it right piranesi guys about called... piranhas read the book piranesi it's about piranhas taking over the sea actually it does sound like a good book turn into pirates actually guys. can you make a piranha character in dnd i would like a piranha pirate character <laughs> Guys, we call that a turkey when I've play, watched, and read everything that's recommended, just like in bowling. I love it. Or so triple it, crown, baby. So then, Randy, why don't you bring it home for us? What's the read? The read is Piranesi. What's it about? I don't think you're saying about that. piranhas. There are fish in it. Um, it's all written from the point of view of like reading a journal. And uh, yeah, a piranhas I journal? I can't. I can't tell you much more about it, but read it. Great. Uh, anything else? Oh, go to our Instagram and look at our dragon teams and vote for the extreme dragon team. No, don't Did vote for talk, the extreme dragon. We're we supposed to talk about that this week. I can't remember because someone didn't hit record. 
Guys, the extreme dragon team's the best. You should not like the extreme dragon team. They don't know how to record things. Dynamic dragon force, baby. Ultimate dragon team. Collect all the dragon balls. The the force will grant you a wish. It's going to be a great time. We'll hang. We'll party. Guys, so let me just say about the extreme dragon team. We've got everything you'd want on that team. We've got scary dragons like Drogon. We've got cute dragons like Azamandias. We've got many dragons in one dragon like Tiamat. What do the other teams have? They have nothing. I'm oh, looking. Oh, I have all your team has. Let's, all right. So the only you one. Want cute dragons? You want cute dragons? I got Toothless, man. You got you Toothless. Want, and you, you, all have... powerful, you want all powerful dragons? Bang, bang, I got Shenron. You just dragon you have Shenron, who has a lot of. I guess Shenron's got the Dragon Balls. <laughs> Wait, how, what does he have? Don't say it. We can't click the explicit box. What does he have? He's got the Dragon Balls. You can make a wish. <laughs> make a yeah. wish. Doug's with a really deep voice. Balls. So vote for your favorite Dragon team. Also follow us on Twitter at Seabringers. Giant and- Sword Club. Check out the Giant Sword Club that you need that if yeah. you want to get into Giant that. Sword Club. I have the next two issues written. I just have to drop in soon. Nice. And then as always, uh, if you want to get on the uh, Kill and Blow or if you just have any comments, any questions, please email us castbringers at gmail.com. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Until next week, you keep listening. We'll keep casting unless someone forgets to hit record. Hey, Randy. Hey, Chris. Hey, Randy. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. (laughs) Sorry, there was a chicken in there, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's this guy was eating the feed from earlier, so he so he move move pull yeah there farmer move 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 guys I'm gonna stop recording and now.